What's up, guys? Welcome to Hot Topics with your boy, Isaiah Fit. This is episode number eight and also the season finale. For this episode, I wanted to just be solo dolo, be on my own and just talk to you guys one-on-one, open up about me and just my mental health and let you guys know why I started this podcast, where it's going in the future, uh, my personal journey with anxiety, depression, and just why I just have my heart to inspire you guys. So without further ado, let's, let's get into it. So first of all, I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of background knowledge about me once again. So my name is Isaiah Turner. My Instagram is Isaiah Fit 30, I-S-A-I-A-H underscore Fit 30. And on my page, I usually post workouts. I post mental health tips. I'll post a little bit of fashion on there. And I also post cooking recipes and then everything in between. My thing with my pages, I've always wanted to connect with my audience and allow people to see me as just me as a person, not an influencer, not someone who just works out all the time. Um, So I've made my page now to be more than just fitness. Fitness is a huge part of my life and will always be a huge part of my life. But there's more to me than just the fitness aspect. So um, a little bit of background of like brands I've worked with and just my experience. So I currently work with Ghost Lifestyle. It's a supplement company. You guys have probably seen the energy drinks everywhere. The flavors are absolutely fire. Um, We have protein powder. We got pre-workout. We got pump. We got BCAAs. We got hydration. We got fish oil. Got the energy drinks. We really got the whole nine. We got everything. Ghost is top tier. The best athletes, the best family. I love working with them. It's it's been a dream come true. I've been with them for about two and a half, three years now, and literally we just keep elevating every single year. And I cannot wait to show you guys what we have in 2024. When it comes to my favorite flavors of Ghost, I get asked this question a lot. For the protein, I would probably say Chips Ahoy, Oreo. I like my top two, but coconut ice cream is a low key sleeper that a lot of people don't talk about. And it's also good to mix that with your fruits or whatever you're going to add. And then an OG flavor that people don't really talk about a lot, but I think gets the job done is uh, fruity cereal milk. That one is like fruity pebbles. Basically, it gets the job done, tastes great. You don't have to mix with anything, but if you want to mix it with something, it's perfect for that as well. Now, when we come to pre-workouts and pump, one of my top flavors are going to be I like Welch's grape, honestly. I know some people are either like they hate grape or they love it. I like the Welch's grape a lot. Um, you can't go wrong with a Sour Patch Kids flavor, though. Blue raspberry or the red one. Either one is is going to get the job done. It's, it's fire. Um, and then we also just came out with an orange cream pre-workout, Legend All Out. And that one's strong. I usually take it like if I'm going to the gym on like a PR day or just like a big day or I need a big boost. Um, and, of course, the orange cream flavor is fire. So, you know that one is fire um and then when it comes to the energy drinks this is the one where i'm always posting on my stories and people are always in my comments dming me debating like oh how do you like this flavor you don't like that one it 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 switches because ghost always comes out with a new flavor and it just depends on like my mood but right now i would say that strawberry margarita is probably my top my number one flavor is so gas no there's not alcohol in it but it's fire it does taste like a strawberry margarita um, number two, I'm going to go with cherry limeade. Cherry limeade is fire. It almost tastes like the cranberry, like Sprite in the winter that you have around Christmas. Like, but you can drink it all, all year with ghosts and it's an energy drink. 
Um, and then my third flavor, I'm going to have to do a, a split. So I'm going to do orange cream because that's just OG. And orange cream, it just, it just hits the spot. Um, and then also I'm going to do the Phase Clan collab, the Phase Pop. That one was really good. Um, it literally tastes like a, a rocket pop, like a popsicle that you had when you were a kid. That flavor was amazing. And there's a few honorable mentions. You can't go wrong with the blue raspberry. Um, and then, I mean, after that, I think the red raspberry, the red, the red sour patch kids is also is also up there. I will admit I'm not a Warheads person, so I know some people might come from me for not saying the sour apple or the sour watermelon, but I'm just not a sour person. So that's the only reason I don't like the Warheads. But people who do like sour, they say that those are really good. So you guys should definitely check them out if you're a Warheads person. Um, so that is from the supplement side of brands that I work brand that I work with. Um, and then when it comes to clothing. I currently work with TLF Apparel, so they're an apparel company, um, and I've been working with them for about three three months, and that was a dream come true. I really wrote that down in my journal of January of 2023, and then that came true. But with TLF, I like their clothes because the material is like very durable, and it's also very comfortable. Um, I would compare it almost to like that that soft like Lululemon feel. Honestly, it's it's pretty top tier. It's up there, um, or Fabletics. Um, and then I like the designs, very minimal, um, but breathable. And it, and it just gets the job done. We got sweatsuits, we got cutoffs, we got t-shirts, and then we got like graffiti kind of like graphic mesh shorts too. So really got all the workout apparel for you. Um, a brand I worked at, worked with in the past who I'll always have love and respect for is Anaka Power. I love Anaka because the shorts are just A1. They, they kill it with the shorts and the mesh and the designs. Um, and then, you know, you got the Teddy tees and all the all the oversized pump covers. Um, they also give you that street vibe. I got like three jackets from them that I, I still wear all the time when I'm going out, just walking around the city, coffee shop, like doing my thing. Um, I'll just put on a knocker jacket. People ask me about it. I'm like, yeah, this is fire. I know. Um, so, yeah, those are like my top brands that I've worked with um, so far. And now I kind of want to just talk about two um my appreciation for being where I am in life right now. I'm 24 years old. I just turned 24, um, December 16th. So, you know, Kobe year, mama mentality. I'll get into that later. But, you know, I've graduated college and I work in the corporate world, nine to five uh, in marketing. And I'm able to, you know, make supplemental income based off of doing the things I love. And that's just inspiring people to be the best versions of themselves daily and, you know, attack the day and win the day. And follow your dreams because, you know, if you follow your passion, the money will come. You know, people will always ask like, oh, I want to do this, but I'm not going to make money out of her. Or what if I'm scared I might not make money, this and that. And it's like, if you follow your passion and put everything into it and just practice being the best at that, the money will come to you because you will be the best in your industry, in your circle. So that's just my two cents for anyone out there who's scared to go pursue your dreams. Just do it. Life is short. You can take the risk now, especially when you're young. It's going to be hard to take that risk when you're 30, 40, have a family, and you have people that depend on you to make consistent income. So it's hard to just drop your job and start a whole new business. And if it fails, like then you can't feed your family or anything like that. So go pursue that dream. Quit that job. You know, Have a plan. Have a backup plan. But go all out. I mean, the world is your oyster. You never know what can happen once you really lock in and pursue your dreams. So you know, leading into that, I kind of want to talk about too, just background of this podcast. I called it Hot Topics. Uh, that stands for Honest, Open, Transparent. 
And that was the whole point of this, just to bring up some different topics and be honest and open with all the guests that I've had come on here. I've talked about um, sports and uh, working out and fitness and just how that impacts your mental health. I've just talked about life. I had my younger brother on here. We're talking about our faith and Christianity. Um, So it's just a wide range of topics and just being honest, open and, and allowing you guys to kind of just be like that fly on the wall. That is my goal with this. And that's just what I've, you know, opened up this space for. Um, but one thing that means a lot to me is mental health. And the reason it means a lot to me is because since like 2021, I've been battling my own mental health and I've seen it throughout the years, take on so many different forms and I've learned how to, how to not even just deal with it, but attack it and conquer it. Um, of course there's ups and downs and there's good and bad days, but I've learned, I'm still learning how to manage it and just how to how to live it live with it but embrace it um so for example like i don't say i have depression or i have anxiety i say i battle depression i battle anxiety but the thing is with it with a battle you can win the battle you're always fighting it's a constant battle but if you just say you have it you're allowing it to claim that victory over you so that's just one of the topics i kind of wanted to talk about is like that victim mentality um which is one big thing i learned throughout my journey and being through therapy with with multiple therapists is that the first step of like overcoming your anxiety and depression is you have to get rid of that victim mentality you cannot say i have anxiety i have depression i have ocd all these things if you allow them to just claim over you you will never conquer them and you will just live your life being dragged down by them but once you develop a mindset of okay i battle this this is something that i can definitely conquer I'm not the only person who deals with this. I control my future. I control my emotions. I control my thoughts. It allows you to move forward with with drive and with purpose and with a new love for life. Um, So I want to give you guys my personal journey with mental health and just be honest, open and transparent with you guys. Seriously, I want to inspire at least just one person out there to keep going and understand that life is beautiful. Um, So where do where do we start? Honestly, my mental health journey has been pretty good all the way up until about 2021. Um, so 2020 was COVID. So I guess we could start there. Um, I was living with my family, of course. I have two younger brothers um, and a dog. And then my mom and dad, we all live together, one family. Um, but just living in that house all the time and being on top of each other, um, we you know constantly button heads with uh, COVID and everything and and just like our parents and them having um, their own health issues, we had to stay in the house a little bit more and protect ourselves. Um, But, you know, as a kid that can be frustrating and it just causes confusion and um, it would just allowed us to to all just butt heads a little bit. But through that journey, um, I just started to develop these things of these feelings of anxiety and depression. And it was just because I hadn't seen a lot of my friends i hadn't been in contact with them and it was just taking a toll on me like over time um but you know COVID ended i was able to move to chicago start back classes at uic um that's where i graduated from and then i was living in my apartment with some roommates and in the beginning it was it was good like i was happy to be out of the house i was happy to be in chicago but a few months into it i started to just like lose that passion and that drive for a lot of the things i wanted to do Um, honestly, if you go back and look at my page around 2021, you can see that I kind of stopped posting as frequently compared to how I used to post way past that. 
Um, so that kind of just explains like that patch like of my life during that time. But I would say I noticed that I was probably battling like anxiety and depression and strictly depression was because I would just wake up in the morning super late, um, sometimes nine o'clock, sometimes 10, sometimes 11. Um, but I would just sit in my room and stare at the ceiling until three, four, five, because I worked at a bar. So I literally would just go to work at like five, six. Um, but throughout the day, I was sleeping, staring at the ceiling, barely going on my phone. I was barely eating, barely going to the gym. Um, and it was just a very dark time and dark place. And it just got to a point where I was just sitting in my room all the time. I, I didn't enjoy doing anything. Um, and I just had a lot of a lot of worrying thoughts like in my head at that moment. So after continually doing this and then covering up over the weekends just with partying and just drugs and alcohol like it just was not a good mix i on the my best life and i was showing people like yeah like you know i'm going out i'm in chicago i'm 21 years old i'm i'm at the club i'm buying drinks blah blah, blah. like that was what i was doing to cover up that void because i remember i would look forward to drinking every single thursday friday saturday um and that's how it started. And then it got even deeper and worse once I realized I was going out and drinking on Mondays and Tuesdays and just stopped caring about classes and, and stopped even going to classes. And I was just covering up that void. So as time went on, I got to a point where I was just like, I am I think I'm battling depression. Like, this is a real thing. So I talked to my parents about it. Thankfully, they were super understanding and open and they love me for who I am regardless and you know they they said we want to be here for you and we want to help you with therapy and, and help you pay for it so um my parents were able to set me up with a therapist and i was really blessed to have them pay for it for me and i started my journey with therapy and one of my first therapists one of the main things that he said that stood out to me was to celebrate small wins um and that is one thing that i've taken from working with him is that you can look at life as all these challenges or all these things that you have to accomplish and you have all these goals, but sometimes you have to just celebrate the small wins and show up for yourself in whatever capacity you can. Um, people think that sometimes showing up for yourself just means like accomplishing all of your goals, hitting huge PRs, like getting a new job, getting this position, but sometimes showing up for yourself can be something as simple as getting out of the bed and showering and eating. And some days, even to this day, I still have days where like showing up for myself is literally just waking up, taking a shower, eating, and maybe going to the gym, maybe going for a walk, maybe cleaning my apartment. But sometimes it's just the bare minimum. Um, and I've been okay with that. I've been okay with that and I've I've learned to embrace that. And other days showing up for myself can literally be do all the all the little things and then work and then do a podcast and then go out to dinner and then work out like i can i can go from 5 a.m to 11 p.m and knock out so many things so i've i've learned that there's just a spectrum with that and you just have to find that balance of what works for you but um to go back on like celebrating the small ones that's something that i really took from my therapist because he was just telling me like you look at things and like you have to accomplish everything but sometimes just the small things are what adds up and those small ones over time do add up and they form habits to allow you to accomplish those bigger goals. And if you're always focused on the future and what's ahead, you're never focused on the present. Um, one thing my girlfriend told me this past weekend when I was hanging out with her um, is to focus on the now. 
And she said to focus on where your feet are. And it sounds so simple, but I've actually been practicing that since. And whenever I get anxiety or I'm thinking about the future or just getting nervous about what to do, I literally look down at my feet and I just realize like, where am I? What am I focusing on right now? And I'm going to give 110% effort to this task right now. Doesn't matter who texts me, who emails me, who calls me. I am present with where I am, whether that's reading a book or whether that's working out or whether that's taking a stroll around the city and breathing in the air. I am literally being present with exactly what I'm doing. So that is just another huge thing that I've learned. And shout out to my girlfriend, Layla. I love you. You are special and I appreciate you always. Um, another thing that I want to talk about through my mental health journey is just that um, my therapist just told me to just breathe, <laughs> which I know can seem like something so simple, so easy, but it's so true. Sometimes you just got to breathe. You just got to take a deep breath in and then a deep breath out. And if you just do three, four, five big breaths, five, 10 second breaths, you can find a lot of peace in just simply breathing. So that was kind of 2021 and my struggle with depression and how that looked of like staying in bed, not eating. Um, that was like the form that it took. Um, so then now fast forward to about 2022, I move into a second apartment with new roommates and everything was going well. Um, and around that time, like me and my girlfriend met in February of 2022. Um, and yeah, we were, we've been together ever since, but fast forward to about December, November of 2022. And that is when my second battle of depression kind of started. And, you know, it's, the thing about anxiety and depression that people don't talk about is that it has so many different forms. And in one season, it can look one way. And in another season, it can look completely different. And that's what I want to highlight to you guys is that, okay, maybe you're not the person who stays in bed all, all day and looks at the ceiling. But maybe you're the person that, that cries and you're just like bawling your eyes out and you have no idea why. Or you just aren't happy with anything. So fast forward to 2022, um, around November, December. And during this time, I noticed that I just was not happy at all with anything I'd done. I had felt like a failure in life. And I was just believing all these lies that, that the enemy, that the devil was trying to tell me. I felt like I was worthless. I felt like I hadn't accomplished anything in life. Even though I, I was working with ghosts, I had built my fitness page and, and I was about to graduate college and my birth, my 23rd birthday was literally coming up. Like I had all these things to be happy for, but I was not feeling accomplished at all. And I want to let you guys know that that's okay to have a bunch of things in front of you that you have accomplished and have accomplished so many goals and still feel just like empty and just like not motivated and just not proud of yourself. It's okay to feel that way, but you also have to then address it and then attack it. So when I was going through this, I literally, my girlfriend's birthday is in November. So we were at her birthday and I was just like in a dry mood and I was just upset and I was just being, being just like the party pooper, honestly. Um, and then, you know, you fast forward to the next month, December, it was my graduation was on December 9th. And then my birthday was December 16th. So, you know, December seemed like it was the month where I should have just been like happy. But I kid you not, late November and 
through December, I would just sit in my room and ball my eyes out for minutes or even an hour or hours. And I want to share this with you guys just to let you know that this was depression taken a different form. And I had to figure out how to conquer this. I had done all the breath work, celebrating all the small wins. I started journaling. I was doing all these things. But I now had this new form of depression. And, and I was just like, what is this? Like, why do I feel absolutely worthless? Why do I feel like life is just so hard? Why do I feel like I'll never figure life out? Like, it was very, very dark. I remember just bawling my eyes out and crying multiple days and just feeling like I didn't... I didn't want to keep going like I, I didn't like to be quite honest like I didn't um so then you know I'm literally balling my eyes out for months and just figuring myself out and this is so frustrating and I'm so like mad at myself too that's that's like another thing even to this day where I with my depression is that like sometimes I'll just get so mad at the world at myself and I'll just be like why do I have to deal with this why am I sitting here crying right now like what is going on like I should not be feeling this way or this is just so unfair but I've just learned to embrace it and I've learned to just like feel your emotions and it's okay to cry. It's okay to take a walk. It's okay to do absolutely nothing some days, um, but you can't sit in it. That's, that's the key. So during this time I was, you know, not feeling the best. And then I signed up for therapy again. So early 2023, got a new therapist, told my parents once again that I was going through all this, all these things. And they said they love me and they really want me to get better and all these things. So got a new therapist and she was great. I love talking to her. She had a lot of like very good insight. And one of the big things that she told me that I realized was that I have very black and white thinking um, and that I also don't appreciate how far I've come in life. So with the black and white thinking, I am a very type A person and I am also very competitive and to an extent I can be an extremist. So I, I need all my ducks in a row. I have definitive goals. And if I don't achieve those goals, sometimes I will feel like a failure. And she was telling me that there's a spectrum for things and that it's not always black and white, that there's that gray area, there's that middle ground, there's the unknown. And it took a while for me to fully come to terms with that and embrace that there is a middle ground. You don't have to think black and white thinking. Actually, black and white thinking can be detrimental because it hinders your growth and it makes you feel like if you don't accomplish your goal, then you're absolutely nothing and you failed. But if you really think about that, any progress is actually better than no progress. So that's where the spectrum comes in of like, okay, maybe your goal was to save $10,000. You didn't save $10,000, but you saved five or maybe not even that. Maybe you just ate out less for that month. That's a small win. Once again, we're celebrating small wins. And now we're also focusing on that gray area that there's progress and that's all that matters. So that was a big thing that I learned from her of just finding that middle ground, finding that spectrum and embracing that. Um, I love talking to her. I love spending time with her. And after um, we talked for a few months. I felt a lot better. I felt like I had realized that I had accomplished a lot in life and that I need to just take a step back and just focus on where I was. Because at that point, I had graduated college. I was working with Ghost and I was still just like building my page and just embracing my journey. So in January 
through my therapy and everything, I started to really seek the Lord. And this is where I saw the most peace and the most growth in my entire life. I would say from January to March of 2023, I saw so much growth and the Lord opened my eyes in so many ways. So in January, I started to journal. I started to just journal my moods and just journal how I felt that day. And I also started off my day with gratitude. Gratitude is something that is so important. And gratitude is literally not the cure, but it's one of the most influential pieces that I've incorporated in my daily life to battle my anxiety and depression, knowing that I'm just thankful to have clothes on my back, food to eat, family that loves me, um, friends that love and support me, a girlfriend that loves and supports me, um, and just all the opportunities in life, education, um, and like just being able to walk and move my body and be pain-free. The little things that we take advantage of and we just take for granted, we have to sometimes just take a step back and realize that you are healthy and you are on this earth. And that is all that matters. You need to just be thankful for waking up and seeing another day. So gratitude was a big thing that I started to do in 2023 um, with my journaling. And I also started doing affirmations. So with this, at first I was like, what? Like speaking into existence, like, what do you mean? Like I'm writing these goals that I don't even believe. Like, trust me, anything that you do at first is going to feel weird. And you're going to be like, is this going to actually work? Like what? But literally I remember just journaling, just writing down these goals. And I was writing, you know, small goals of like, you know, like I'm gonna work out three times this week or I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat healthy this week and all these things. But then sometimes I was just doing as Mike Todd um, calls it sometimes like crazy faith goals. And I was just like, I'm going to live in a beautiful high rise apartment um, in my next apartment by June. And I'm going to save this amount of money to live in my apartment. And then I'm going to also just be feeling the best spiritually, physically, and mentally. Um, so I would just like write these goals down. And at first I did not believe them at all. And my girlfriend encouraged me a lot to keep writing them down and say them out loud. Um, and I realized through this that as you keep writing an affirmation down, as you keep writing a goal down, um, you start to believe it because it's what you're filling your mind with. You're, you start to think about it more because you're writing that same thing on a piece of paper every single day. And eventually you're just like, OK, I will save that much money. I will do this. I will do that. Um, but there's another tip to affirmations that I want to give you guys. It's not just writing like I will be this. I will be that. I will save this you have to say affirmations of I am. So you have to say them as if they've already happened. You have to envision yourself already living that reality. So as the months kind of went on, I started to write affirmations like I live in a beautiful high rise apartment downtown Chicago. I saved this amount of money. I read this amount of books and it made me believe those things and just envision them even more. And I'll be quite honest with you guys. Some of the affirmations I've written down, I still haven't accomplished. And that's just part of life. You're going to have goals that you write that you'll never accomplish. And you're going to have dreams that you might not ever accomplish. But at least you're putting it out there and putting it in paper and getting it out there. Um, so that's just like another tip with affirmations of envision where you are and just know that it's it's already happened. God has a plan for you. It's going to happen if it's in his will. So that was like the big turn that kind of helped me in, in uh, 2023, earlier in the year. So I remember specifically, I wrote down um, a big affirmation of like brands I wanted to get sponsored by. 
So I literally remember writing, I don't know the date, but it was in January that I will, I am sponsored by um, TLF Apparel and Anaka Power. And, you know, being realistic with myself, like at first, I didn't have the the biggest following. I still don't have the biggest following, but I was like, okay, let's be realistic. Like TLF like sounds like a brand I could possibly work with. Um, so that was like my goal. And then I wrote Anaka because I just loved them a lot. And I just really um, like liked what they did and I liked what their brand was about. So I was like, I want to I wanna be sponsored by Anaka too. I always see it when I go to Alpha Land, like it would be great to have a discount code with them. <laughs> so um, I wrote those two brands down in, in January. And then um, by March, April, I was doing contract negotiations with Anaka. Um, I simply posted a story of me and in a whole Anaka jumpsuit that I had just got for Christmas. I was just doing some work at Starbucks and I took a picture in the bathroom, tagged Anaka. They reposted me. So I was already geeked off that. I'm like, what? Like, I just got reposted by Anaka. Like, that means they, they know me. Like, they noticed me at least. Um, and then I was like, you know what? Like, closed mouths don't get fed. You know, shoot or shoot. You'll never know until someone tells you no. And a no doesn't mean never. It just means not right now. So I was like, honestly, I'm going to repost this, but I'm going to tag Shawley. So tag the owner, Shawley. And I was just like, you know, repping Anaka Power <laughs> at Shawley. And he actually liked my message and liked my story. So from there, I just got to talking to him and just, you know, just sharing my background of, of who I am and and where I'm where I'm based at and how I can help the brand and simply like that I was able to to land a contract with them um, and that's just your sign right there to show that closed mouths don't get fed and literally you never know what can happen until you just open your mouth and that clearly the Lord was blessing me and he had a plan for me so that's how I got with Anaka now fast forward like I think like two three months and then I got an email from TLF. <laughs> so at this point, I'm like, wow, God, you really, I, your word is true. If I pursue you and pursue your word, that you you will just bless me beyond measure. Not only did I get one of my dream brands, I got the second one I got offered within the next few months. So it was absolutely crazy. Um, I was talking to TLF, and at the time, I just wanted to focus on one brand. So I ended up sticking with Anaka Power for that time. And I told TLF no. Um, and, you know, they were really respectful about it, and it was it was okay. Um, but it, it was just crazy to see, like, both of my affirmations had came true after just pursuing the Lord, seeking his presence, focusing on my mental health, and, and going from there. Um, so that was like the eye opener. Like 2023 was definitely like one of my best years of just like growth mentally, physically, spiritually, um, because of just seeking the Lord in his presence and, and finding this peace that that you will never find just breathing and meditating. It the, the peace of like Jesus Christ is, is is unique and it's different, it's supernatural and it's real. It's very real. Um and that's that's all I can really say. Um, for you guys. I'm not going to be a Bible thumper. I'm not going to tell you guys you have to convert to Christianity right now. Um, but I do want to just give you guys a gospel message of that Jesus Christ died on the cross to save your sins. And if you accept him into your heart and believe that he rose from the grave 
to defeat death, you will have eternal life. That is the gospel, John 3.16. So let's get back into my mental health journey and just things that I've learned. Um, So in my second time of going to therapy, I learned to focus on not being having this all or nothing mentality, but also just be present and just like focus on how far you've come in life and just just know that everything's going to be okay. Stop stressing yourself out about your future. It's going to happen. Um, but I want to talk to you guys about some big things that I've done to also just like grow even more. And that was embracing a support system. Um, I talked to my parents, my girlfriend, my brothers, and my best friends about my mental health. And I check in with them about their mental health. Um, we all deal with mental health. It, it is a universal thing. 100% of people do. Excuse me. 100% of people deal with mental health. It is a thing that we, sh- we shouldn't hide. One of the big reasons I, I like talking about mental health is because no one talks about it, especially men and then especially men of color. Um, so that is why I would like to use my platform to really highlight these things that we all deal with as people um, and just why we should talk about it because there's strength in numbers and and having a community around you makes you feel understood. It makes you feel valued. It makes you feel like that you're not alone. Um, it also makes you realize that it's okay to have emotions as a man. It's okay to cry. It's okay to wear your heart on your sleeve and do not let society or anyone tell you otherwise. That is personally something that I've struggled with is I'm a very big, like, wear my heart on my sleeve, like, maybe even an overshare. But in my mind, I'm like, if I can just inspire or help one person or I can keep one per- one person on this earth longer, that is all that matters. And I will use my platform and I will look like a fool in some other people's eyes, but I know that I'm helping at least one person and that's all that matters. So really make sure you have that support system of people who love you. Now, another thing that I've learned more recently and this year is the importance of self-love. Self-love is something that's so important because you cannot love anyone or anything until you truly love yourself. And it makes a lot of sense. Like you can try to pour into the cups of others and make sure everyone else is good. But if you're not pouring into your cup, you're not pouring into others cups at all or you're pouring droplets like barely anything and then you're given all you got so you never refresh and refuel yourself and you're never able to pour into yourself and be your own home and one thing i learned about self-love is that you must become your own home you have to love who you are embrace who you are embrace the journey of life and just know that it's going to come with its ups and downs And that people are going to be coming in and out of your life. But at the end of the day, your relationship with yourself is the most important because it is also the longest relationship that you have your entire life. It is from the day you are born to the day you die. So you really should focus on pouring into your own cup and loving yourself. Once that cup is overflowing, then you can efficiently and effectively impact the lives of other people. I'm not saying my cup's full at all. I'm filling it up all the time. I'm still learning new things. But that is why I have a heart to help everyone around me and 
help you guys because I want you guys to keep going. I want to share you guys my personal experience to let you guys know I am not a perfect person. I try to post that on social media and let you guys know I am not just an influencer that has this picture perfect life. I am a broken man, but I am a progressing man that trusts in the Lord as my savior. And I will just allow him to work through me and allow me to be a vessel on this earth. So I want to give you guys a quick story of becoming your own home. So you guys may be in the gym right now. You guys may be in your car. You guys might be in a classroom. I don't know where you are. But if you can, please, please just close your eyes and just go on this journey with me actually close your eyes so imagine that you are in the wilderness and it is the dead cold winter snow is about shin knee high and you're freezing but in the distance you see this house and you see that it looks very warm and fiery and cozy almost like a cabin looking so of course you are freezing and you want to go there but you got to go through this snow and it is in the distance it's about a mile away so throughout the journey, you're walking through the snow. It's it's cold. It's brutal. And then you're also just having these unprecedented things happen. You're seeing the wilderness and the environment around you completely change. And you're seeing wildlife and all these things and obstacles that are hindering you from getting to that house and just making the journey harder. Eventually, as you keep going, you realize that if you don't focus on where your feet are at at that moment in the wilderness and focus on putting one foot in front of the other, you are not going to make it to that house at all. And you're just not you're just going to give up. So you have to learn to be present in where you are there throughout the journey. And as you slowly fall in love with the journey and make your way to that house, you start to see a four year old just like run out to you like a little little four cute year old squabbling. But as they get closer, you see that the four year old is four year old version of you. And as you also look at the door, there are two people waiting at the door. There is the 40 year old version of you and the 80 year old version of you. So as you're approaching, you're realizing that this house is filled with different versions of you. So of course you pick up the four year old version of you and you keep walking towards the house and you get to the door and you see that 40 and 80 year old version of you. As you walk in, you see that there are more versions of you. There's teenage version of you. There's 12 year old. There's 18 year old. There's there's midlife, 30, 40. Um, and as you get there, everyone is focused on you. They all look at you. They're like, you look so cold. I want to give you blankets. You're all sitting by the fireplace and you're just cozy chilling now with the family getting warm. And you realize that everyone is asking you, how was your journey? How did you get here? How are you doing this and that? So 80 year old version of you is hearing you tell your stories and they're just so proud of you because they realize that life is just so hard and it has obstacles and you stuck through and you kept pushing through. 40 year old version is looking at you and they're just proud of you as well, understand that life is hard and they're probably taking a few gems because they wish that they had did some of these things in their 20s as well. And then you have, you know, 16 year old version of you looking at you like they're going to be in your position in a few years and they're so engulfed in you. And then you have that four year old version of you looking up into your eyes just starry glazed just so happy like this is my big brother this is my big sister i just can't wait to be like them and the importance of this story is just to say that you need to be present with where you are in life because all different versions of you your past and your future are going to look at where you are right now and you must become your own home and love yourself because once you have the keys and unlock the doors to your own house, then you can invite others in. If you don't have the keys to your own house, 
you can't invite others in and then you guys are all waiting in the cold you can only love people as much as you love yourself that was my ted talk <laughs> but seriously that story is so important um i saw that honestly on tiktok i'm not even gonna lie i do not know who the author of that tiktok was but it was beautiful and i said the same story at uh, a networking event that i did this past year and people loved it and um I really love that story. So another thing that I want to touch on is the importance of Jesus Christ and really just giving you guys my take, take you to church real quick. Um, my quick testimony of just that growing up, I grew up in a family of, of Christians and my family's super religious. My mom's a worship leader. Her dad was a pastor. My younger brother is now a worship leader. Like we grew up in the church. Um, but I would say that I didn't develop a, a personal relationship with Jesus Christ until about I was 11, 12, 13 years old, started to go to the youth groups and everything like that. Um, and I remember sitting in church one Sunday and the pastor was giving a message and I just felt this, this tug in my heart, this anxiety, my heart was racing, I was sweating. And he was just saying like, all you got to do is accept Jesus Christ into your heart and you will have eternal life. And I literally just remember that day vividly sitting on the edge of the row in like the back of the church with my family and I accepted Christ into my heart. And I've just learned that, you know, religion and Christianity can be something that, you know, people feel like they can be like pushing the narrative or, or that you have to follow these things or that Christians or religion in general is, is corny or judge judgmental. Um, but my biggest piece of advice for anyone trying to learn about religion is that, um, you need to focus on your journey with God and your journey with Jesus Christ specifically. Um, as you seek the Lord and read the Bible and you continue to understand him and hear his voice, a lot of things become more clear. Now, just like I said earlier, a lot of the things, a lot of things are hard at first and they don't make sense. And to this day, I still read the Bible sometimes and it does not make sense. Sometimes I wake up to a word and sometimes I'm like, God, like I just prayed and sat here and just read two chapters and I read three devotions and I got nothing. And it's OK. <laughs> it happens. It literally happens. But I've just learned that pursuing the Lord and embracing your journey with him and knowing that your journey with God is between you and God and other people's judgments of your shortcomings or things that you can do better. They are not that important they have some significance especially if people are coming at you out of love and they're giving you bible verses and things to help you with that but if they're just coming to judge you and say how you're not a christian or how are you reflecting your faith in this or that like do not listen to people who do that to you they are trying to tear you down with their own insecurities and their own things so all sin is sin and at the end of the day all you have to do is repent of your sins and god will renew you and make you pure again. But seriously, I want to talk about seeking the Lord and just his presence. And when you embrace his presence and when you seek him daily, he will bless you beyond measure. Like I said, 2023 was one of my best years. And that is because I sought the Lord so much and learned his voice. And this year I'm doing the exact same thing times 10. I am in a routine right now i'm doing like a 60-day challenge i'm reading my bible reading devotions journaling seeking him worship music in the mornings and at nights like just filling him his presence with me all the time and filling the holy spirit with me um so that is just the importance of seeking the lord so 
kind of towards the end now. I want to talk to you guys really quickly about how I want to help others and how I will continue doing this. So for one, I do this series called Therapy Thursday on my Instagram page, and I give a lot of tips that I've learned from therapy, honestly. Um, it's It's been huge. Um, I love just giving you guys my tips and just like ways that I've learned to keep going in life. Um, I talk about things from how to deal with seasonal depression, um, how to embrace the journey of life, the importance of self-love. Um, a lot of topics I just talked about on here, I've already talked about, and I have a, a lot of other uh, topics that I want to talk about. Um, another thing that I'm starting to do in 2024 is Mental Health Mondays. And this isn't as direct as the Therapy Thursdays, but I like to do weekly dumps of just like photos, videos, um, or moments. And I like to put long captions and just like, or maybe it's a short caption, but it's something that can impact your mental health in a positive way and just shows the importance of being present. So I will be doing um, Mental Health Mondays slash Motivation Mondays kind of. And that's one thing. Um, so really read those captions if you get a chance. Those are really deep, personal. Um, sometimes they're short, but sometimes there's power in just short statements and short sentences. Um, because, you know, I don't want to gatekeep. I'm not going to hold back anything. I am a very honest person. That is why I started this podcast. Honest, open, transparent, hot topics. Um, one last thing I want to talk about is reading and just how it's so key. And you can read all the self-help books in the world, and sometimes they can be confusing. Some are good, some are bad. Um, but one of the apps that I actually came across, shout out to my friend Alec at UChicago. It's this app called Blinkist. And with Blinkist, it basically gives you a 10 to 20 minute summary of like any book. So you open the app and it asks you like, what type of topics do you like to talk about, read about? Um, and you kind of just fill that out and then it will just give you like a bunch of books that you can listen to and a bunch of audio like topics you can listen to. And some of them are 20, 10 minutes. Some of them are 20 minutes. Some of the 30, some of them are 40. I've even found a few that are like an hour, an hour and a half. Those are kind of like podcast ish. Um, but Blinkist is just a really dope app that I really like. And I am not sponsored by them at all. I am not getting paid to say this, but honestly, Blinkist is just a super dope app and you guys should really check it out. Um, it gives you like a seven day trial to start. And then after that, it's like a hundred bucks for the whole year. But I can guarantee you that the hundred bucks is worth it. You listen to as many books as you want and get that Blinkist. And then it'll allow you to know if you want to actually buy that book, um, which is another good thing. Cause I know people talk about books all the time of like atomic habits and just books on like self-discipline and, and, uh, like think rich like grow poor think rich or something like that like there's there's a bunch of books out there that are really popular but you know it might not be for you so Blinkist is a good app to kind of just get like a summary of the book and then if you want to dive deeper into it and explore what the audience is the author is really saying you should definitely check that out um but yeah I kind of want to just tell you guys like thank you guys for all the support and love throughout this journey with the podcast and on my Instagram and TikTok and everything like that. Um, I truly appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Jesus, for giving me this platform to talk and just inspire people and share my story. Um, I genuinely hope that you guys will go back, listen to old episodes. You guys listen to this episode, save it, send it to a friend, um, send it to anyone that you think might need to hear this. Um, but just understand that you are valued, you are loved, 
and you matter no matter what and that life comes in waves it comes with ups and downs never get too low never get too high and just understand overall that life is beautiful you have to embrace that journey of life knowing what it's going to encompass you with and just keep going because life is truly beautiful once you can find the beauty beauty in the ups and downs and the struggles you live with so much more peace and i just want to really emphasize that you matter you are loved and that you are heard even all of my kings out there you are loved and you are heard please keep going sending the most love to you isaiah turner and that is the season finale of hot topics episode eight thank you guys so much for the love and support i will see you guys later signing off follow me on instagram isaiah fit 30 once again i will be posting mental health mondays and therapy thursdays on there along with fitness fashion and just everything in between so seriously follow the instagram if you guys have not already and wishing you guys the best let's have 2024 be our best year shout out to kobe mamba mentality mamba out <laughs>